All right, here's a special episode of Nerding Daily. We're going to be talking about Better Call Saul. Yeah. Season five, right, guys? Yep. yep. Season, season five. I can't believe it's been five seasons. It feels like three. Already. It's crazy. Yeah. This was a great season, too. I was really happy with it. How about you guys? Yeah, uh, I'll um, go. Yeah. I think it's the best season so far. How about you, Robert? Oh. <laughs> no. Oh. Oh. No, it's, it, it, it's good. It's good. Okay. Don't get me wrong. But um, best season. I think you told me that, James. That yeah. You feel that way as well. Uh, not the best season for me. Really? It was, huh? I, I like the seasons two, three, and four where it's more, um, character focused. This one, there is more action, mm. but, uh, for me, there's not much character progression other than, um, Kim Wexler. I think, oh, Nacho, right. I think Nacho and Kim, um, definitely I agree that Irvin Trout and Saul kind of took a back seat. Like it was Kim and, Kim's show, um, Nacho didn't have the whole season, um, yeah. but he had, a, he had mm. a bigger role than he normally does. And uh, the shows that he, the episodes he was in focused on him a bit more, I thought. Which, that was nice. I thought the main person that took a back seat was Gus. Yeah. He yeah. wasn't really doing anything. He was just basically biding his time because Lalo was screwing up so many things for him. <laughs> right. right? Yeah. Yeah. So, That's true. I don't know. I was a little bummed about that, but... Um, there are still some good surprises. I, I still really enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, best best season. Nah. But I felt like uh, what made it good for me was it had that it had a grander intensity that we had yet to see, a danger factor that we hadn't seen since uh, Breaking Bad. That is true. Yeah, yeah. I think that's why it, it had hints of that throughout the first four seasons, but this one had a more continual uh, danger and suspense. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and it was it was an uncomfortable danger. And intensity too, because it would last so long. <laughs> yeah, and oh yeah, and Ray Seahorn, or however you say her name, as Kim Wexler was fantastic. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I she read brought, that actually. She brought it. Yeah, I read that actually. Um, kind of like Joe Keery in Stranger Things. Um, they, they, he was supposed to. Joe Keery in Stranger Things was supposed to be killed off in season one, but they liked him, and so they kept Kim mm-hmm. wasn't supposed to be killed off, but she wasn't supposed to be such a big character throughout the series but um but yeah she just her performance and just the fans grabbing onto her like they've built her up and now you know she had this you know she was like the lead this season almost (laughs) yeah that's what it felt like she really uh kind of stood out and you know now we're seeing that transition too uh from uh jim to saw i mean he's he's full-blown saw goodman which is it's it's finally yeah where he's at the point of being saw completely yep yeah i'm not Mm -hmm. sure if he's completely there Mm -hmm. kim still pulls him to Jimmy, but he is mostly there. Yeah. But I mean, this the Saul Saul Goodman in Better Call Saul is just a sleazeball the whole way through. And there's still a yeah. little bit of heart and it's only because of Kim. Well I, I I feel like he's pulling her into a into Mrs. Goodman. That's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. I was thinking it was the opposite <laughs> where Saul always has had this little nugget of humanity mm-hmm. and that that's still in there in Breaking Bad. Uh, it's just more he's pulling Kim into that world and yeah. she's falling more and more into it. He's made his transformation of what I've seen. Because I always felt like yeah. she was the end to his yang. And, and then yeah. I thought for sure she was going to stay there, especially when she quit and decided to do, you know, just defense work, you know, for yeah. all these criminals that are waiting. And um. I thought, oh, wow, she's going to be the end of Zing. And then out of nowhere, it was after they decided to get married. Spoiler, by the way. Um, yeah. It was just crazy. Like, she was like, let's 
yeah, let's do let's let's get him let's get him good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's always <laughs> held on to that lid, that tequila bottle that they you know scored off that guy a couple seasons ago. Oh right. Always, <laughs> yeah. There's always been that part of her. I feel like I feel like you're right that that he's turning her into Mrs. Goodman, but I don't think it's on purpose. I think okay. he's still trying to push her back. Um, oh he, oh yeah. He's going on without her, but right. she refuses to be left behind. So it's kind of like he is pulling her into Saul Goodman, but not on purpose. And and he did try to give yeah. her an out. And he was kind of, yeah, and he was kind of helping her. He was kind of like nudging her. He almost loves her so much. He, he doesn't want to pull her into this world because he feels like he's stuck now, like yeah. he's owned. And he loves her so much that he wants her to, 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 to leave him because he doesn't deserve her. See, I don't feel like he thinks he's stuck, though. I think you know? he is where he wants to be. I oh. think he's enjoying it. Really, I don't. Think... If, if it wasn't for if it wasn't for Kim, he would be full on enjoying it. Like, you know, I... like he does in Breaking Bad with the massages and the, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, Maybe. man. That desert episode, Maybe. I felt like he was done. <laughs> oh no, he didn't enjoy that. No. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, was no, that was terrible. That was painful to watch. Oh, yeah, but shoot. see, that was him kind of hitting his uh, breaking point. But Kim kept him grounded and like pushed him back. Yeah, he he could have had a breaking point, and you know. Could have forgotten all about the Saul Goodman character, right? And gone back to being Jimmy and been a better person. But Kim kind of kept him inadvertently, maybe focused on being Saul Goodman. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's it's deep, man. It's crazy the their relationship. Um, yeah, it's twisted. They're they're always they're always switching up the dynamics in the relationship, even though you can still tell it's the same people. Right. Yeah. It's. It's great writing with them, I think. Yeah. Um, Lalo, on the other hand, what do you guys think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Josh, Lalo. <laughs> you throw this on me. You gotta throw this on me. Um, <laughs> there's times that I like. I think the actor is very charismatic. Um, yeah. So <laughs> I like him. I don't necessarily like the character. Is kind of like I don't know why they made him a season regular this year. Um, yeah. They shouldn't have given him as big of a role. Yeah. I'm okay the with him I being see... the villain, but uh, dude. <sighs> I'll say this. So, like, okay. I can't stand him. <laughs> he drives me nuts. But that tells me how good of an actor he is. What I do appreciate, though, especially in that episode when he's, like, when they're driving down that road and he's about to leave. And he's, mm-hmm. he's like, got this feeling and he's, like, reading the road. And he just happens to know something weird happened at this part of the road. And then he... He goes off the side and sees that car, that Jimmy's car, or Saul Goodman's yeah. car, is putting pushed off. Did you see that like twenty six foot jump he made, (laughs) dude? (laughs) Whoa! I would not have attempted that. So I'm like, okay, this dude, this this dude's a badass. I'll just say it. But I had a complete committed. Yeah, he was committed. So I was like, okay, this guy's and it made me like him a little more. But the character won me over more when he took Nacho to his home and he was like Mr. Family. I like that. And then I started feeling bad for him. No, I didn't feel bad for him. I liked, I felt bad for Nacho. Yeah. Uh, I liked, I liked that in his villa and I liked the confrontation in Jimmy's apartment with Kim. That was intense. Those are my two favorite scenes with Lalo. Yes. I'm going to be the one to say it then. Go for it. They made him, they made him better call Saul's Negan. They did. (laughs) No, you're right. It is. He's, he's, He's the unstoppable villain that you can't get rid of that has plot armor and plot bullets. 
plot I love bullets. It. I love it. Plot armor he, and plot he, bullets. He, he can't be killed, but he can just randomly shoot a machine gun down a hole and kill two SWAT guys? Yeah. What is you, that? Did you did you coin that? Plot armor and plot bullets? No, but I love it. Maybe. Oh, yeah, maybe. I love it. I love I, love it. Maybe it's first here. Maybe we need the plot armor t-shirts. Mark it. <laughs> and plot, Mark it. plot bullets. Plot armor and plot bullets. I love it's it. It's good. Did you ever watch, it's true. Uh, did you ever watch the show Heroes? Yes. Uh, yes, I did. Yeah. Why? Why? So, did you ever watch it, Robert? I hated it. It was hated bad. It. Hero. See, I, love, I loved the first season, but after that, it just got whack. Yeah, it did. But Siler. It's so cheesy. Oh, Siler was, yeah. He oh. was plot armor and plot bullets. Like, like definitely plot armor, for sure. All yeah. the time. Like, he should have died in season one. Uh, but he was such, he did a great job as the villain that they kept him on. And was just like, give me up. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and see, I like that Lalo is charismatic. I keep wanting to say Lilu, by the way. Um, Lilu. I, 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 like, I, like, I, I like that he's, you know, charismatic. The actor is playing him very well. But it seems like half the season, half the people are just waiting for him to die. Yeah. He has yeah, they all want him over his head they have this hatchet over his head and it's just waiting for him to go home or for him to die and it's like they just have to milk it up until the final episode and then he doesn't die right <laughs> right right because right. they're building for me. next season because oh. uh, you gotta have you gotta have the villain because we know gus isn't gonna die mm-hmm. um we know herman Tr- guys soul's not Saul's yeah. not gonna die, you know. Like but, Nacho probably will. Yeah, I I read somewhere. I gotta see if I can look this up while we're talking. Um, I read somewhere that Lalo and Nacho are both mentioned in Breaking Bad, like in one scene, in like one instance. I don't know. Well, and it's gonna be painful for because I kind of like Nacho, so like it's gonna be painful next season for him. Right. You guys keep talking. I'm gonna keep looking right. this up. Um, uh, he was in a piece of dialogue that Saul Goodman said in Better Call Saul, the episode of Better that. Call Saul. Yeah. Mm. So he's just naming names. It seems like. Yeah, it wasn't me. It was Ignacio. He's the one for adding spent and then something about was there Lalo? So like that doesn't mean that they're alive. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, we'll see. I thought Michael Mando as as Nacho was the best he's been the whole time. I thought he was excellent. I'd really love to see him do more. Um, yeah. So so hear that Spider Man bring it back <laughs> as Scorpion. <laughs> oh yeah. Don't throw him in the Morbius movie. No. Keep him out no. of that. <laughs> yeah, don't. Or, Sony, I'm, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to Marvel. <laughs> Marvel, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Which, uh, speaking of which, really quick, do you, do you know, James, what they're going to call the Venom sequel? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Do they <laughs> really have a sequel? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. No. It's what? ready to go. Oh, are you ready for this? Oh, tell tell me what it is. This is amazing. Isn't it Let There Be Carnage? Are yep. you serious? Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Let yep. There Be Carnage? Are they insane? terrible title how do you yeah. take something that cool and ruin it like as cool I, as I those characters are oh, oh it's geez. hilarious i had to say it because yeah, it's so I... stupid we haven't <laughs> talked about it yet <laughs> it's and horrible there be carnage <laughs> it's <Hilarious>. horrible <laughs> Let there be plot bullet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> love it! I love it. Lalo, freaking Lalo. So, what was your Lalo. what was your guys' favorite episode on this on this uh, season? Hmm. Well, I see on um, Internet Movie Database people rate the episodes, and then they have for every show they've got the top three episodes of the entire show, not just the season. Okay. And um, and they they may drop as more votes come in, but right now, season five, episode nine is number one, and season five, episode eight is number two. I could. 
I could totally see that, man. Like number nine's there for me. I could say I can say that. Third one is season three, episode five, called Chicanery. It says Kim and Jimmy face off with an adversary. Jimmy looks to Chuck's past to secure his future. Jimmy loses an ally and gains another. So I mean that was a couple seasons ago. But um yeah, I mean those two were great. The, the episode in the desert and then the follow up episode. I, I say the desert episode, Bagman, episode eight. That was that good. Was, that's oh. that's the one. That's the one that had like the big the big like uh i don't want to say bottle episode but it's such a confined episode and it's it's so you know changes what episode nine and ten are about especially for saul because he went through a lot him and mike mike went through you know some issues early in the season but that's where he excels is when you know when you have it's a live or die you know it was such a classic Vince Gilligan episode, the creator of both Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. Like these, these kind of like that fly episode from Breaking Bad, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, this yeah. like single purpose, you know, bottleneck or bottle, as you said, like uh, episode. And it, it was just excellent. And it was actually directed by Vince Gilligan too. And he's the direction on it was <laughs> excellent. Yeah. I mean, I know Robert doesn't agree that uh, it's the, in my opinion, the best season, but I, what I do find interesting is Breaking Bad in my opinion, was a good show from the beginning, and then it became a great show. Right. And it, like, it, the best seasons were at the end, and yeah. it only got better, in my opinion. I feel like Break, Better Call Saul was also a good show, and I feel like it has become it uh, maybe even faster than Breaking Bad into a great show. I don't think it's as good as Breaking Bad, but um, what other shows out there get better further it gets into the show? Yeah, I mean, right. Most seasons peak at season one. Right. They put all their good, they put their all their effort into that first season to impress you. Right. Like, like walking dead. And then it just gets worse as it goes, you know? And yeah, I mean, this one, is it, there it builds a show like that. Huh? No, I, not that I can think of that gets better as it goes. That gets seasoned. <laughs> uh, Venture brothers, but as a whole, different oh, yeah, dynamic with yeah. them yeah, because yeah. they don't let outsiders in. Like you have to be so ingrained in the universe of theirs, you know, going up into season seven. And I think it gets better and better with that. It does. But yeah. It's because you're already in the world so much. Yeah. So that's a special circumstance, but I I still see it as a a good to like really good show, Better Call Saul, um, that just is always lagging a little bit behind of Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. That's how I see it. I felt and not in a bad way. This season, I felt this season was up there with Breaking Bad. I, I'm not late Breaking Bad. Uh, I, I think what there's, I mean, there's technically five seasons, but really kind of six for Breaking Bad because there was a split of like a year between <laughs> the middle of oh, yeah. season five. Oh, right, uh, right. But I feel like it was like halfway through season two, definitely beginning of season three. I felt like those last you know, a couple seasons were just perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is, this is catching up. It's, it's not, I don't think it's ever going to reach that. It doesn't, it doesn't have that build up. but um, I don't think it was ever, people thought ever it ever would, but it has truly become its own thing, even though it is behind Breaking Bad. Yeah. 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 I, I feel like uh, this season especially got me um, to actually sit on the edge of my seat, which I hadn't done in a long time. And it made me uncomfortable, mm-hmm. like, which I haven't done in a long time. It just yeah. seemed so much crap. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe that's why i don't know i mean especially on network television watching it as it airs which i don't usually do yeah. uh, i was really impressed i'm really i was really impressed with this season um so I, I really i really appreciate it hey james yeah. yeah did you say your favorite episode oh i said my favorite episode was a uh, bad choice the oh, one after bad bad the one 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Number okay. nine. Yep. Just making sure. Yeah. But yeah, it's still like the highest quality of television. It's just, I mean, Breaking Bad left such an imprint. It's hard to separate Better Call Saul from Breaking Bad, but they're doing their best. It does. It is a different flavor, a different style. Now, here's a here's a, a reference from the beginning of the show. The first, I think, maybe two seasons. Um, do you remember the character, uh, nerdy guy who was trying to sell baseball cards? Yes. And wanted Mike Ehrmantraut as his like. <laughs> bodyguard whatever who drove who drove the hummer i think yeah 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 yeah, yeah. That? yeah i remember oh I, no what we do in the shadows oh and my gosh no way no oh no way which yeah. which robert yeah. did you see last week's episode no i haven't watched what we do in the shadows oh. yet season two. Oh, oh no i can't wait we won't we won't blow it for you i won't I won't expo- I won't spoil anything, but that's that episode focused on him and it was amazing. Yeah, you're gonna oh, love it. Great. You're gonna love great. it. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I didn't know. I didn't realize that was him. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. wow. How funny. He always plays an energy vampire. He probably is in real. Life. <laughs> there's that's a picture. Exactly. There's a picture of him t- on Twitter with one of the cast members, and and the the caption. It, there's all this light around him, and it says it, it says. Uh, Look at Colin's soul leaving his body or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. It's That's pretty cool. Funny. Yeah. Oh uh, <clears throat> awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of um guest roles, did you guys notice a couple here and there? There's some obvious ones and there's some not so obvious ones of people that have not been on the show before. Yes. On better calls. Okay. Oh boy. So I know so, there's who who are we talking about? Oh well, definitely definitely Hank and uh Gomi. Uh, and we had the name? vacuum cleaner guy, right? Gomi. Hank oh, and Gomi. Gomi. Yeah. Uh, right, Robert, Robert, Robert Forster. Forster. Yeah. Uh, rest in peace. He died yeah. a while ago, but That's right. they shot his little part at the beginning. And, Which um, I wonder if they were planning on using him next season since that's like the whole gene storyline uh, but now they shoot they can't and now they can yeah. yeah um let's see who else uh ed oh, yeah, bigley jr came back who did ed bigley jr ed oh, bigley yeah, yes he, we did see him that was good yeah i forgot about um, that yeah yep. he's he's always great and then yeah i loved seeing especially dean norris like i had beginning of breaking bad he i couldn't stand him it's my least favorite but he became like my favorite character like I remember spoiler from Breaking Bad, like the uh, you know the episode Ozymandias where uh, it ends with the shootout and you don't see the results of it until the beginning of the next episode. I was like, I, I you know I went to bed or whatever, and I'm just like I was like having dreams, like how can they get out of this? Like you know, I, right. I knew they were dead, but I'm like I'm just like oh come on. How do they get out of this? Because his character arc was just, and his redemption was amazing. Uh, so it was good seeing him again. I thought it was uh, kind of phoned in for Dean Norris, honestly. He was still kind of acting like he was in the later part of Breaking Bad. Hmm. It didn't yeah. feel like early. Not, uh, not as much straighter bra. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like not too, one of the, too likable. <laughs> not <laughs> Yeah, not one of the dude bros, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I, I thought that was a little off, but oh. that's just me. I was surprised yeah. to see him. I wasn't expecting it. It was like, oh, wow. I was blinded by <laughs> nostalgia. Yeah. So. But I agree. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I agree. He definitely wasn't straight or brown enough. Yeah. So. A, a, lot of, a lot of menacing, like, Hank looks instead of, eh, eh, eh. Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. Right, yeah. Loud and obnoxious. Yeah. That's what we're yeah. used to. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, one of the surprising ones that I saw that we haven't had this guy on uh, any episodes of Breaking Bad or Better Call Saul, John DiMaggio. Oh, yeah. What John was that DiMaggio about? popped up. Who's John DiMaggio? Awesome. He's Bender. Bender Bending Rodriguez. He's Jake the dog. <laughs> he does he does a little bit of uh, live action, but it's always good to see him. Oh, and see you him. Can he's tell... a voice actor. I see I don't know who he is. Most, That's, yeah. Mostly, yeah. Yeah. 
Wow. But I thought What's it was his pretty name? cool. What's his John name? DiMaggio. John DiMaggio. I ne- I've never Who? seen him in real life because I only know him as Jake the dog and Bender. <laughs> so I never, didn't know. <laughs> I knew the voice sounded familiar, but I didn't put two and two together. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bad oh, at that. Oh, gosh. Which he was the construction lead. <laughs> Which can we talk about the old man? Okay. Down in yeah. uh, Tucum Carry. Yeah. yeah. What the heck? What I the knew heck? you hated that old man. I, I said when I watched this with Jackie, Robert's going to hate that old guy. <laughs> That <laughs> <I> was right. <laughs> it's awesome. like every curmudgeony old man that I've ever come into contact with. <laughs> you you try to give him everything to accompany him, and he's just like, nope, yep. nope, yep. Why well, I'm trying to help you, nope. Bit of stereotype. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. They got him down. We'll have to say that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it did give uh, Saul a chance to shine with his little schemes, which was yeah. fun to watch. But the parts with for... uh, him and Kim right. were awful. Oh. I felt so bad for Kim. Yeah, they oh, were yeah. terrible. I mean, he was there for Kim to develop Kim's storyline. Yes, you had Saul with his schemes, but it was ultimately Kim's uh, storyline. Yeah. He was wearing his plot pants, or I don't know. That's not as good as plot pants. <laughs> he had his plot jacket. <laughs> <laughs> He hitched up his plot pants. <laughs> with, <laughs> with his plot suspenders. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, I mean, I, I think that they were just like so, this season, I just thought that they were so like desperate. They just wanted to get into some of the action. So these parts with these characters where it really slowed down, it just, I, I finished it just a couple days ago, but I've been thinking about it and it kind of feels like filler. Mm-hmm. You're, you're waiting for the old man story to be resolved. They're waiting for uh, uh, Lalo to be killed and he never does right and it's just like a lot of it is building up to it um, and then it's like okay it's resolved in two episodes and season's done yep. yeah except Lalo's not resolved but yeah, yeah I think I that's know. interesting like I, I've, I've debated with myself and there's no way to actually know but there's sometimes where it's like I feel like some shows are better binged and some shows are better with that week in between and so you binge Better Call Saul we we did we both James and I both did it, you know, week to week. Mm. Um, and so I don't know. I mean, I, I think in the end, we'd probably still have the same opinions. But I wonder if like that kind of stuff was more obvious on a binge because you're you're trying to get through the whole thing. I don't know. Yeah, probably yeah that's true because I have those week to week gaps. So I'm just trying to remember what happened last week halfway through the episode <laughs> of this week. <laughs> it's yeah. a possibility. I know binging really does change your mind on how you perceive the actions in a show. So maybe that is it for me. I did space it out over about four or five days. Because mm. um, I was surprised. I was like, the season's already over. Oh, my. I haven't started watching it. What the mm. crap? <laughs> and now I'm trying to catch up on other shows. But yeah, I mean, maybe that does change my perception. But it's just weird because better call Saul I haven't gone back to rewatch past seasons mm. which I wouldn't yeah. say it's an issue because of the pacing but you can't really watch like one episode <coughs> and yeah. just enjoy that ep- that singular episode you have right. to watch like whole season or the whole series yep to yeah. to really get the value out of it. so rewatching is kind of tough binging I think binging can help or you know, hurt depending on the show. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They are. You know what? I, uh, I, my wife and kids are, are out of the house right now. And so I had never watched true detective. So I'm like, well, I'll, I'll binge that. Yes. Yes. And (laughs) well, well, let me tell you, I watched season one in, in a day yeah yeah and that was just i had been warned that you know people i've heard several people say how dark it was <laughs> the thing is there is zero light 
Like, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> you yep. know, there are other shows that are dark, but then they have some light to balance it out. I mean, there's zero light. And that was binging that in a day. Like, I thought it was fine until the end. Like, when you see the guy in his house, mm-hmm. how terrible he is. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. I just felt dirty. I'm just like, oh, I can't keep watching this. <laughs> so I finished season one, but I don't know if I'm going to do any more. I've heard this best season anyway so oh, that was yeah. i mean I was say just on a short binge that was too much <laughs> <laughs> well you at least it's, pick the best season yeah well it, it's it's still one of those shows that's so dark that it leaves you drained right because yeah. i did week to, I, I did week to week and it was still like the end of the season i was just i was out i was done but yeah. i was excited for a new story and it, it's it's worth watching i still think it's one of the best dramas on tv wow. are the other two seasons the, the same way it's just draining no not as much uh okay. season three is a little bit lighter season two it has a big dip in quality yeah. so it's you have to adjust expectations for that season but season three is like it's, it's on par for me with season one at this point but it's not as dark it's okay. still dealing with heavy stuff yeah but not not as dark there is can, a light at the end of the tunnel yeah i can deal with with heaviness but it's like when there's no light i mean like your main characters are you know total jerks and losers like yeah. <laughs> but mcconaughey's best performance i think oh. of all time he yes. was just fantastic great cast Which, man great cast. another quick transition i just watched the gentleman guy Ritchie's like return to gangster stuff mm-hmm. oh yeah i enjoyed it oh I wow. feel like it's up there I mean, it's not as good as snatch and lock stock but it's it's a solid movie because guys kind of richie's kind of gone to the uh you know hollywood blockbuster realm right you know, it's nice to see him go back to this and so yeah mcconaughey cool. who i thought in the previews looked a little cheesy but he was solid. Uh, it was a good movie. Huh. Cool. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, I binged uh, a couple of things. We finished uh, Working Mom season three or something. We finished. Uh, <laughs> Why? We finished. Uh, uh, oh, dead, broadcast dead to me. Robert's face there. It was. It was. What was happening in my head? And it just transferred to New Mexico on Robert's face. It's hilarious. That shows hilarious. <laughs> that shows hilarious. Uh, and then no, Dead to Me season no. two was awesome, by the way. What was season yeah. two? Dead to Me. Oh. <clears throat> yeah, that was enjoyable. And then we finished Hollywood, which, uh, I don't know. Just, I don't know. Just don't know. It didn't man. even look good. It's it's not. It, it There's parts that you think <laughs> it's going to get better. It, and then it's like it's trying to be Mad Men. I keep feeling like, no. you know what I'm saying? But it's not yeah. Mad Men. And then... Yeah. It's not historically accurate, so it's like it bothers me, and it's like it's like they want to be once upon a time in Hollywood, so they're like, yeah. they're like they don't they don't have an identity. But I mean, the the message is good. I mean, it's about tolerance, but you're just like, wait, it wasn't tolerant back then. It was horrible. Expose how right. horrible it was, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. How about you, Robert? Uh, James, really working moms. Yeah, man. Have you watched it? <laughs> no. No. Why not? <laughs> Because Charlie has and told me how awful <laughs> she doesn't <laughs> like it. Oh no! What? No. <laughs> oh, Charlie, okay. Charlie has said there's like nothing redeeming, but they're so stuck this far into the show that they have to keep watching. Oh, <laughs> like that's that's just I I would not it's do so that. Stuck. I would not do that. But <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh man! Just, I, I I I catch it. Or I caught it every now and again on the third season. I think the fourth season just started airing. And it was just like the, the dialogue, everything of it was so stupid. I can't stop mm. staring at her it's lips. Like, people don't talk like this. I can't, uh, I, I can't look away. I have to see her lips for some reason. 
And <laughs> if you don't understand well, what I'm talking about, Josh, you need to Google it. It's very yeah, odd. I've done some research on it. It's it's weird. Yeah. The lips. It's, Check out um, the lips. For for our audience, if you've ever seen It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, the uh-huh. main character of Working Moms is Maureen Ponderosa. Which oh, yeah. She is weird, absolutely so weird. Yeah. Yeah. See? Yeah. <laughs> she is so like weird and creepy and disgusting in Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And then they gave her her own show. So <laughs> For me, I can't separate her from that character. Oh, I got but you. But she's trying to be like this good mom that does oh, everything. Oh, no. She's not a good mom. That old spiel. Yeah. Well, I mean, I she's a good oh, wait, mom, she's... but she's not a good person. There we go. She's yeah. a Reitman. She, uh, Jason Reitman's her brother, and Ivan Reitman's her dad. He, she looks like her dad. Kind of, yeah. Not the talent. The, the lips not are... Not the talent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. I, I, I um, like the show. I don't know. It doesn't bother me. I think it's... <laughs> there's, fun, there's some funny spot, pot, spots. Parts. What am I trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> and, it, um, and it was yeah, over well, fast so. I, I guess if you're gonna be tortured <laughs> I wasn't tortured. let it be fast i might have been no, i, I might have drank a little too much maybe to, there you go i don't know <laughs> but i don't know but uh i we we are currently uh halfway through dead to me or no yes. we're almost done with dead to me season two oh, right and i i'm really enjoying it and as much as i hate this word it is very twisty yes it is twisty. yes it is <laughs> i'm enjoying the twisting yeah it's a little, it's it's painful at times too. I mean, it's just, gosh, that show just jerks you around emotionally. Yeah. Oh, two <laughs> questions, Robert. Have you seen? Did you watch Devs? Oh no. What's oh, Devs? It's uh, Alex Garland, um, Ex Machina, Annihilation. Yeah. He made a TV show on Hulu. Um, oh. And I was super excited about it, but I was very disappointed. But I was actually interested to see. I feel like it's something you'd be into. So watch a trailer for it and see if you want to check it out. I, I mean, I'll tell you, I was disappointed, but I'm not sure if you would be. So I'd love to hear your thoughts. And then um, James and I. I feel like we need to do a show on uh, with you on the Lighthouse with Robert. Oh yeah, I loved it. James hated it. (laughs) I didn't hate it. I I will totally watch it. I found it. it. I found it very disturbing. Oh no, it's totally disturbing. (laughs) yeah yes it's it's bonkers bonkers is like too subtle of a word for it that yeah yeah there is nothing like it on this planet (laughs) it's on prime it's on prime yeah oh cool yeah um i did watch i I watched uh birds of prey i had like oh super low expectations for it and so i mean it wasn't as bad as i thought it might be but it's not great (laughs) (laughs) it is what it is i I still haven't seen it i have a whole write-up of it and there's a lot of things that bothered me after the fact watching it and it's just it's they're 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 trying to be Deadpool. They're trying to be DC's Deadpool mm. in a way that I think fails spectacularly. They could have done mm. a lot more with the Harley Quinn character, right? And they just they go the easy route. Uh, it's worth watching. Yeah. You get some good parts out of it. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. No, it, it's you expect cheese, and it definitely has cheese. It's yeah, they're clearly having fun so like that it actually translates um there was i had more fun than i thought it would but it's definitely like i don't know what, what it is with dc and and trying to make 90s action films like you know like suicide squad was like yep. a 90s action film this was like a 90s action film 
it's just like like i don't, I don't, I don't get the and, and zach snyder wasn't even involved with this one no. <laughs> i don't know if it's jeff johns or or what i've said this a thousand times they really need to turn to their animation writers and just have those people storyboard it out for them and then make a live action that's what they should do because they make excellent animations yeah mm-hmm. yeah i would agree yeah. with that i i was thinking it, it felt more like uh mid-2000s like <laughs> yeah. trying to be raunchy over the top <laughs> uh, action comedy yeah like uh uh kick-ass ripoff or something <laughs> yeah, totally. yeah. I, I felt like they were doing that uh, i could see that but, yeah. yeah it's funny yeah 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 i don't know you see yep so we got joker like... <laughs> right so we got like five but that minutes. wasn't the same like that wasn't the same like universe like that was just a different thing altogether yeah right right yeah all right is that well, it yeah we got like five minutes so um, oh, nice. if we want to say anything, we can wrap it up and say it. <laughs> I'm good. Cool. Anything we're gonna w- watch next? I don't even know what we're gonna do next. I guess uh, I have no I idea. wanted to watch the Eddie, which was a uh, uh, premiered on Friday on Netflix. It's a limited series um, that Damien Chazelle Eddie. was a part of. Um, okay. But I guess his he wasn't as involved as I thought he was. He didn't write it. He directed only two of the episodes. He produced it. Um, I haven't watched it yet, but it's getting. It, the the preview was eh, okay. but I'm like, yeah, I'll check it out. But not getting, I mean, it's getting eh reviews, and so I don't know if I'll check it out. If you don't check uh, out Dead to Me, and then we'll we'll do all that, or yeah. Robert and I will do it either way. <clears throat> yeah, it's pretty yeah. good. That first season's really good. Second season's even better. <laughs> yeah. So far, so what we're 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 on the fifth week of what we do in the shadows. So that's oh a yeah couple yeah weeks away before finishing that. Cool. Um, so we could do that in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Um, other than that, I don't know. All right. Yeah. I guess we'll have to play it by ear. I still haven't done a. Uh, I haven't finished the podcast for um, dispatches from elsewhere yet. We will. We will do that. Okay. Get that done, and then. Um, yeah. Look whatever, for other Robert, things. Whenever you watch Lighthouse, let us know, and then we'll maybe do a show on that. If we, if yeah, everything, absolutely. if we can't figure out something, we can do like another cult classic or some sort of summer recommendation playlist right. for people to watch. We'll do, we'll, we'll brainstorm something for for our um, three subscribers. No, I'm just kidding. We actually can have quite a few um, subscribers. <laughs> we got nine. We got nine. <laughs> we got yeah, we nine. Got nine. <laughs> We've got nineteen that are very um, loyal. <laughs> so we appreciate all nineteen of you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should have more than that, guys, actually. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. Hey, so. All right. Well, I guess that concludes this episode of Nerding Daily. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs>